Chris Parsons here from the Happy Healthy Marriage Reset. Very exciting news. Today is June 9th, 2023, and the new version of my book just came out yesterday. Also, in addition, I have the Happy Healthy Marriage Reset Christian's Guide, which is the same practical book as the Happy Healthy Marriage Reset, but I've added a couple sections, a whole chapter, and a lot, probably, uh, you know, guessing about two dozen Bible verses. Um, and so I'm really excited about what has been happening. I want to tell you about the changes, why I updated the book, what that process has been like. Um, and whether, if you read an old version of the book, you should check out the new version. Hint, yes. So, the very first uh, version of my book was originally titled, It Starts With You. And it came out just over a year ago, like a year and two weeks, maybe. And I wrote that version of the book in five weeks, at least the, the heart of the book. Then, you know, it had to go to a book coach and then an editor. So the whole process was much longer. But the heart of the book I wrote in about four or five weeks. Um, and I was pretty happy with it. I mean, really, when it came out, I was very proud of uh, how solid of a book it was. Um, I didn't think it was the greatest book ever written, um, but I felt like I was on to something and uh, like it was something very different than everything else that was out there and that it was really needed. And the whole really premise of the first version of my book, It Starts With You, was the problems in your marriage come when you don't take personal responsibility uh, for creating the change that you want to see in your marriage. It's when you sit in a place of blame and you blame your spouse and you feel like a victim and you feel helpless and hopeless to what they do instead of taking responsibility for influencing them to create the change. It's an important shift and it's, it's still a part of the new version of my book. But what I didn't do a very good job of in the first version of my book was answering the question, what do you do with the responsibility? Okay, okay, I take personal responsibility, now what? And where I really, really struggled in the first version of my book is there's so many different marriage problems. And in coaching, I can give someone exactly what they need when they need it in that moment based on their specific challenge of what they're dealing with. With a book, you have to frame things in a way and approach things in a way that you're solving a particular problem and um, so my thought was, 
Well, the problem I'm solving is that people don't take responsibility. Well, that's that's not the actual problem, right? That's it's a problem, but it, there's a reason that they don't take personal responsibility. And then even if they do, that doesn't tell them what to do with that personal responsibility. And so I have rewritten the book uh, five or six times now. And really the process of becoming what I hope is a great author has been about understanding the medium of books. And so in the newest version of the Happy Healthy Marriage Reset and also in the Happy Healthy Marriage Reset Christian's Guide, what I've done is boiled down the biggest problem that marriages have, which is resentment, because resentment is the baggage that keeps your marriage stuck. And then I lay out, there's five actions that you and your spouse are taking that allow resentment to build and fester. Okay, and, and what that does is it causes emotional walls, which leads to a lack of emotional intimacy, which leads to a lack of physical intimacy, which um, uh, creates a, uh, a disconnection and bitterness grows out of this. And as resentment and bitterness rise, the ability to feel love goes down. That sounds really complicated, but basically, when you allow resentment to build in your marriage, you take away the ability to feel love because resentment is poison, right? If love is health, resentment is poison. And so taking poison will kill you and it will kill your relationship. And then I give you the antidote. I give you the cure to poison, which is, sincerely expressing your feelings in a useful way. And that's what marriage is about. And so I was finally able to take all of this knowledge and, and boil it down into an easily understandable, easily digestible um, perspective that shows Here's the problem you're having. Here's what you need to do about it. Um, and it's really applicable. You know, I don't think the first version of my book was applicable. It was, okay, I take personal responsibility. Now what? Um, and so I've really worked hard at improving this book because... I really care. When I get messages from people about what a huge impact this has had on their marriage and how this has changed everything for them, I take that to heart. And when I know that the book can be better, I can't I can't leave it as is, even if it was good. And I think it was good. Um but I I'm committed to greatness. I don't have any other way to really put it, you know. I I'm not okay with a good book. I want an amazing book. I want a book that truly helps people and makes an impact in their marriage. And um, my goal and what I thought to myself as I wrote this book was, I want this, and I'm not saying that I succeeded, 
but I want this to be the most profoundly insightful book ever written on relationships. I don't know that I've found a more insightful book on relationships, but I haven't read them all. Um, and I do think there is still room for my book to be even better. So I'm not done yet. In fact, the book came out yesterday. I've already added two sections and started rewriting one chapter. Not because the book was inadequate or not helpful or even not great as is, but because it's capable of being better. And that's what I want is to be better. Every day, that's what I wanna do. I wanna look in the mirror and I wanna smile and I wanna feel pleased that I made progress at getting better at whatever that is. Right now, my, that focus is on the book and improving that. Um, for you, if you're struggling in your marriage, you wanna be looking in the mirror and feeling pleased with your progress in your marriage. Okay, so we, we all have limited attention, time, and energy, and you've gotta prioritize. And if your marriage is struggling, your marriage isn't everything that you want it to be, that should be your top priority because nothing else in your life matters more, nothing. And you're going to have to invest in your marriage in order to make it better because nothing gets better on its own. There's three types of investment, money, time, and energy. You're gonna have to invest all three. You know, I don't, I'm not big on things like date nights. Not because date nights aren't wonderful. Um, my wife and I have a date night most weeks, not every week. This week we didn't. It's not a big deal, right? Like it's, it, it's not, we do date nights not because we know they're important and we're supposed to, we do date nights because we love to spend time together and, you know, it's nice to not have the kids, to be able to have real conversations and do double dates and, you know, talk with other couples and have fun. Um, so the reason I don't talk a lot about things like date nights is because it becomes a, an obligation in people's mind. And so I had a client and she was getting upset because she kept telling her husband, you know, this is my love language and this is what I need you to do. And I want you to take me on date nights once a week. And their, their, their kids are grown, you know, they don't have to get a babysitter or anything. Um, and it was creating resentment in their marriage because she was focused on something she thought she wanted and she didn't care whether he wanted to do it or not, right? <clears throat> so he was doing it to appease her and both of them were being resentful about it because she feels like he's not trying hard enough even though he's doing something he doesn't wanna do. And he feels like he's doing something he doesn't wanna do to try to make her happy. Now she has to do something she doesn't wanna do to make him happy. By the way, this is one of the actions that drive resentment in marriage. And so it's not that love languages are bad or that date nights are bad or that any of these tools 
are bad. They're wonderful tools when you have the right approach. But when your marriage is struggling, you don't have the right approach because if you had the right approach, you wouldn't be struggling. And so what you need, the answer that you seek is in the newest version of the Happy Healthy Marriage Reset. And I also wanna address why I wrote a separate book for the Christian's Guide. So I never wanted to just reach Christians. I always wanted to reach anyone wherever they were because I'm a really practical guy, okay? I don't think of everything in Christian terms um, and I didn't go find answers for transforming my marriage in the Bible. They weren't there. I looked, believe me, I looked. The answers weren't there, at least not the way that I wanted them to be there. Um, and so what I did, I am a Christian, but I, I love everybody. And, and if you are a Christian or not, doesn't change how I feel about you and my desire to help you. And I don't push my, my faith on anyone because I was an atheist for 20 years. And people that pushed religion on me only pushed me further away from religion. Um, and so that has never been my approach. I'm not saying there's not a place for that in the world, just that it's not me. You know, for me, I don't like, I, I have seen so many times in my life, and I'm sorry if this upsets you, but it's true. I've seen so many times in my life where people use what I call Christianese, right? Where they, they use words that sound Christian and they, they use the language of Christians and they use it to promote terribly ungodly ideas and um, just uh, excuse all sorts of behavior um, and justify things. And, uh, you know, I can think of someone, for example, that is incredibly judgmental, very judgmental person who is a Christian and they're, they're always using Christian language to justify and defend and explain why what they're doing isn't judgment, but it is. And so honestly, I just can't do it. I can't bring myself to talk about everything in Christianese. Um, and, you know, some people won't like that I'm a Christian and some people won't like that I don't speak in Christianese and some people just won't like me. And guess what? I don't care. That's okay. You don't have to like me. I know how to fix your marriage, but you don't have to like me. And if you don't like that I'm a Christian, you should look in the mirror because the, there's absolutely nothing about me being a Christian that should create hatred or judgment in your heart if you don't have something that you're dealing with within yourself, right? Just because you don't believe in Christianity Okay, that doesn't mean that you have a reason to not like Christians. Um, 
And if you're a Christian that likes to speak Christianese and you don't like that I won't talk the talk the way that you like it to be talked, okay, let's look at our lives. Let's look at our marriage. Let's see who has the fruit of godly living and compare what really matters because that's what matters is living a life that is godly, not talking a life that's godly. And I'm living it. That's what I'm about. I don't care for talking about living the Christian life. I care about living it. And so if you're with me on this, if you are a Christian, then check out the Christian's Guide. If you're not a Christian, the practical version, the Happy Healthy Marriage Reset, doesn't have anything in there that's going to hurt your feelings or turn you off because I'm not going to push anything on you. And if you don't like that you feel like I'm not choosing a side or something, here's what I'm on the side of. I'm on the side of good and I want and believe that every single one of you can have a fulfilling, rewarding marriage where your needs are met, where you're laughing and you're enjoying each other again, no matter what your faith is. And that's what I want for you. And if you think that's not choosing a side, then I've got to correct you because it is. It is choosing a side because I'm not saying, hey, if you're unhappy, leave. No, if you're unhappy, then change. Change your marriage, right? I'm not saying continue to be unhappy. That's pointless. I'm saying if you're unhappy, make a change because you deserve to be happy. That doesn't mean leaving, right? Eventually, if, they, if, if you change your approach and they refuse to meet your new standards, which is very rare, um, okay, then you can leave. But you've got to try to change your approach first because if your approach is broken, finding someone new doesn't solve the problem. And this approach, it's so simple. It's literally, you just express how you feel in a useful way. If you want the details, it's in the book. Check it out. All right, my friends.